0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge
1: on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
0: We asked the
1: committee to help answer very difficult questions for us. They did not do that. We now have to make those hard changes, Mr. Speaker, and I'm looking forward to continuing this conversation with Canadians.
0: Wow, okay, so that was in the House of Commons. You're the the shocked reactions Democratic Institutions Minister Mary Amonsef. As this committee reported back, 392-page majority report, that now all of a sudden the minister is saying, well, they didn't do their job. And uh, so that comes as a surprise to a lot of people, not the least of which are those uh, who were on this committee. So essentially the recommendation is to propose then a form of proportional representation and that that should be put as a choice to Canadians. Do you want this proposed System of proportional representation, or would you prefer to keep first past the post, as we often refer to our status quo? Now, to make things a little more bizarre, you had uh, some of the liberals on the committee with their own dissenting report, which basically says, let's just forget about the whole thing, Uh, not have a referendum, and maybe don't change anything. So the liberals are, it seems, maybe trying to squirm out of their promise, and then you have the minister throwing this committee under the bus. Quite a quite a gong show today in the nation's capital. Well, Let's get our, our next guest in here. Uh, he is uh, Blake Richards, conservative MP, and uh, one of the members of this committee. Blake, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Rob. All right, well, your thoughts on on, <laughs> on the minister's very bizarre response to, to the work your committee did.
1: Yeah, well, it certainly was a... Uh, I mean, bizarre is the right word for it for sure i mean it's uh you know it seems to me you 've got a a liberal government here that 's sort of flailing around trying to figure out okay how do what you know what do we do here? You know they made this promise uh and uh you know I think everyone they were fairly clear where they really wanted to go was they wanted to create a system that would be to their benefit. Well, we had this committee, and what we heard was uh that the people who wanted change were wanting a change that was not uh really what the Liberals were seeking, and, you know, uh, I think you've also heard very clearly the message from Canadians. I mean, it's been confirmed over and over again in every kind of consultation method or polling that a referendum is absolutely critical that uh, Canadians get a chance to have their say on what the changes should look like before any changes are put in place. Um, So now they're they're, flailing around trying to figure out, okay, what do we do now um, to either get ourselves out of this or find a way uh, to a path that we we like? And, uh, you know, you hear all kinds of different responses and different answers, and it just seems to me like it's trying to avoid um, the question until they can figure out what to do next.
0: All right. So what what do you make of the notion then that this committee didn't live up to its mandate and didn't do the important work?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you pointed out, you know, there's a there's a very thick report that, uh, would show otherwise. Um, I'm, I'm not going to take any personal offense cause I, you know, I'm a politician. I got pretty thick skin. I, I've heard all kinds of criticism over the years, but, uh, I think who probably will be insulted will be all of the, all the Canadians who, who've contributed to this. I mean, we, you know, through the, the, consultations we did all across the country. We heard from hundreds of Canadians. We heard from thousands of them uh, in terms of their opinions through various other, you know, e-consultations and other methods that we undertook. And, you know, there was there was some very clear things that came forward from that. And, um, you know, I think to, to tell all those people, well, gee, uh, you know, the, thanks for coming out, but, uh, you know, we're not going to really be too worried about what you had to say. Um, I think they'll be insulted by it.
0: All right. So, the minister maintains that there's not a proposal here for an alternative model, but it seems pretty clearly there is. Or there's two, I guess mixed member proportional and rural urban proportional. So you did look at alternative models. Explain that.
1: Yeah, well we no we we looked at 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 a whole host of, of of different models and I mean that's the that's the challenge in this is there's there is all uh, you know a, a number of different uh ways that this can go. But yeah, I mean certainly what we heard uh from the people who were seeking change and I mean it certainly isn't unanimous and I'm not even certain it reflects the views of all Canadians uh but certainly of the people we heard from and that was what the committee indicated was that they wanted to see some kind of a proportional system. Um and so that would be the kind of direction for change Um, but you know there was clear recommendation in here of 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 certain conditions that should be met uh, with any kind of change that are proposed so that gives the government some very clear direction and also very clearly was stated in there uh, that you know there must be a referendum that people must have the say and I mean in my mind that is certainly the most important thing here is that this is a change to the way Canadians elect their representatives this isn't a decision that you know politicians or political parties should be making it's a decision for all canadians it's their voting system and that's been very clear uh it's very clear in the report and if you look at any kind of consultation that's been done out there canadians are saying that over and over again that they would expect a referendum and having their say in this before any change would be made uh and for you know for the minister and the liberal government to to say You know, anything other than we accept that, and if we propose a change, we would certainly put it before the people, uh, is a slap in the face to not only the work of the committee, but I think of all Canadians who've demanded this.
0: All right. And explain another point, because there was the minister standing outside the House and holding up a, a piece of paper with the Gallagher index uh, on it, saying that this is what the committee wants to put to Canadians. So we're going to go in, in, in a referendum, look at this ballot and see a complicated math formula. But, but explain how wh- what this Gallagher index is and, and how it would shape a, a, a proposed form of proportional representation.
1: Well, I, I think the first thing I should say to that, Rob, is that it's really that that kind of a statement by the minister is clearly an attempt to distract from the real issue here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because sure, there was this this talk of a Gallagher index in the in the report, um, but at the end of the day, what that essentially is, it's not. It's not that doesn't mean that there's a. A uh, question put to Canadians about the Gallagher Index. It doesn't right. mean that there's a this formula put in front of Canadians. What it means is, is that you know the Gallagher Index is essentially a test that that the system would have to meet. So it's not something that um, you know. I'll I'll even confess, um, you know, it's not something that I I can probably explain in in the time we have. Um, but we don't need to, um, because what we need to do is understand that it's a test that that a system would be put to, um, and if a system is being designed. Um, then the system would be put before Canadians and, and if you look at the report it also indicates very clearly that what would then have to happen is Canadians would have to be given all the information about what would their ballot look like what would the writings look like so all of the information that Canadians need to be able to make a decision would obviously be given to them and it would be here is the system that's being proposed here is the system you have now. Make a choice um, as to which one you would prefer. It's your voting system. And so, you know, I think for someone to try and claim that there'd be some formula or uh, some index that they wouldn't understand put before them, no, that's not what would happen at all. It would be, you take a look at the system that's been designed, we'll give you all the information to make a decision, and then you make a decision as to whether this is something you think that, can, that you want for your country.
0: All right, so now we get this bizarre, bizarre situation where... The, the committee has rec- made a recommendation to the Liberals. The Liberals pretend that it doesn't exist. Uh, and then we've got some Liberals on the committee who have just basically said, let's just walk away from this promise altogether. So where are we now?
1: Well, that is a great question. Um, there's certainly a lack of clarity coming from, uh, from the Liberal Party and the Liberal government. Um, you know, in my mind, I think it's, it's pretty clear that um, Canadians have spoken that uh, in order to make any change to an electoral system there would have to be a referendum I think that what we heard from people was uh, you know a preference uh, for a certain type of change um, I don't uh, have any trouble with you know further consultation taking place about that but The one thing that there cannot be any mistaking and there cannot be any doubt about is that um, a referendum for people to be able to make this decision, this is their choice, it's their voting system, and if a change is going to be proposed, it must be put to the Canadian people for a final decision.
0: Right. So if the Liberals decide that electoral reform is not worth it after all and and leave the system as it is, uh, do they get a pass on that? I mean, even if we support first past the post, that's still pretty clearly a broken promise.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I'm certainly not going to try and take any responsibility for their election promise. Um, I can tell you that when you talk about them getting a pass on it, I, I have no doubt that, uh, you know, uh, the NDP, the Green Party, they certainly won't be uh, doing anything as far as giving them a pass on that. And I think many of the people who might have chosen to vote, that reason for them would certainly not give them that pass um, but um, in my mind the most important thing is is that the people of the country make the final decision on anything so if if they choose to make uh, put forward a recommendation in terms of changing the system um, all Canadians need to have a vote on that and you know f- from my perspective that is the one thing that is uh, absolutely critical um, uh, you know beyond that um, you know
0: uh,
1: their their promises are are theirs to to deal with.
0: Right. All right, we'll see where this all goes from here. Blake, thanks for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, Rob.
0: All right, that is Blake Richards. He is the MP for Banff Airdrie and uh, is one of the conservative MPs who sat on this panel. And uh, they did a lot of work, and this is a pretty lengthy report they came back with that pretty specifically lays out a couple of models. Uh, one of them would be Or this is in the joint supplementary report from the NDP and and from Elizabeth May. It's it's along with the main report. There's a mixed member proportional system proposed where two thirds of the House would be elected to represent direct constituencies. And another third would be regional compensatory members. Another one would be a rural urban proportional. You'd have a mix of urban ridings with more than one MP, some conventional rural ridings with a single MP, Then you'd have another 50 seats distributed across the country to make the result proportional to the national popular vote. So this Gallagher index that you're going to suddenly now start hearing a lot about is simply a way of making sure that whatever system it is, that that it passes that test of aligning seats with votes. And obviously that requires some math, but the minister is being really disingenuous here about what that means or even what's in this report. All right, 403-974-8255 is a number. So what do you make of this? Did you vote for the liberals? And did you do so because you wanted to see the voting system change? Is this a betrayal of of those people? And even if you don't think the voting system should change, should the liberals be held accountable if they're going to back away from this promise? Uh, 403-974-TALK is a number. We're back with more right after this.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.
0: For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does.